Good morning, and welcome to Simply Politics. It's Tuesday, February 6th. On today's show, Trump and his GOP allies undermine a border compromise they should have supported, while Biden threatens to veto a standalone Israel aid bill proposed by House GOP. Plus, we'll analyze how Haley's voters could determine Biden's fate in November. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Politics. We start off with a look at the Republican Party, where choosing governance over grievance rarely works, and Oklahoma's James Lankford is learning this the hard way. His immigration plan, which is arguably the Senate's most conservative in decades, is on the brink of collapse. This comes after former President Donald Trump criticized the bill, warning that it could harm Lankford's political career. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this situation? Certainly, David. The bill, which was the result of intense negotiations with Democrats, was unveiled just a day ago. However, Trump's criticism on the Dan Bongino show caused a swift shift in the political landscape. By the end of the day, a majority of Senate Republicans were either leaning against the measure or resolved to vote it down. This makes a filibuster-proof majority look unlikely. What does this mean for Lankford's political career? Well, Trump's words carry significant weight in the Republican Party. If Trump wins the 2024 election, Lankford, a red state senator, could find himself at odds with the White House and his own political base. This situation is a clear demonstration of Trump's growing power as he seeks to disrupt any action by Washington that could ease President Joe Biden's discomfort on the issue of immigration. And how does this impact the Republican Party's stance on immigration? Trump's influence is evident here. Immigration is a vital part of his political strategy and was a driving force behind his rise in 2015. Despite the GOP-controlled House taking steps to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over immigration this week, there's little appetite among the party for a bill that might be in the national interest but could alienate the past and possibly future president. What about the Democrats? How are they responding to this situation? President Biden has shown recent urgency to address the influx of migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border. With his re-election hopes under threat and the issue emerging as a perilous one for Democrats nationwide, Biden was ready to accept far tougher immigration measures than Democrats normally would. However, even the toughest measures a Democratic president has accepted in years weren't sufficient. What can we expect moving forward? The future of the bill is uncertain. Despite the GOP's long-standing demand for action on the border, they now seem set to walk away. This situation highlights the waning control of Republican leader Mitch McConnell over the increasingly Trump-influenced Senate GOP. As for Lankford, his attempt to solve the border problem through compromise appears futile in a party increasingly enthralled to Trump's whims. After hearing from Simply Politics reporter Michael on the current political dynamics surrounding immigration, Let's shift our focus to international relations. President Joe Biden has signaled that he would veto a proposed standalone aid package for Israel, according to a recent statement from the White House. This comes as House Republicans aim to derail a bipartisan Senate border deal that includes aid 
to U.S. allies. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent Celeste. Could you explain the context of this proposed standalone aid package for Israel? Certainly, David. The bill was proposed by House Speaker Mike Johnson last week. It's essentially a response to a $118.2 billion legislative package from the Senate, which would give the president powers to restrict illegal migrant crossings at the southern border and provide billions of dollars to Israel and Ukraine. Johnson's bill, however, focuses solely on providing $17.6 billion in aid to Israel, without any offsets. And what has been the reaction to this standalone bill? The reaction has been mixed, to say the least. Johnson's bill has faced opposition from both the right and the left. In fact, Johnson himself has called Biden's veto threat a betrayal of our great ally and friend Israel in their time of desperate need. He argues that Israel is fighting for its existence and needs this funding. However, the White House has labeled the standalone Israel aid bill as a ploy that fails to address broader national security concerns. What are the chances of the Senate's legislative package passing? The Senate's package is facing mounting GOP opposition, with pushback from House Republicans and former President Donald Trump. Johnson has warned that the Senate border package, which includes $14.1 billion in security assistance for Israel, would be dead on arrival in the House. As of Monday night, the chances of it passing out of the Senate seemed unlikely. What is the White House's stance on this matter? The White House has called on Congress to pass the broader national security package. They argue that the standalone Israel aid bill does nothing to secure the border or help the people of Ukraine defend themselves against Putin's aggression. They also point out that it fails to support the security of American synagogues, mosques, and vulnerable places of worship, and denies humanitarian assistance to Palestinian civilians. Thanks for that insightful analysis, Celeste. Now, shifting gears to the political landscape, as the South Carolina Republican primary looms, it seems that Nikki Haley's coalition may not be large enough to deny Donald Trump the GOP presidential nomination. However, it appears to be more than sufficient to deny Trump the White House in a general election if her voters remain as alienated from him as they currently claim to be. Here with us to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Politics. Indeed, David. Haley's coalition is revealing some significant fault lines in the GOP coalition. While it may not be enough to stop Trump from securing the nomination, her supporters could potentially be swayed by Biden in a possible rematch with Trump. This is particularly true if Biden can address some of their doubts about his own record, age, and strength. So who are these voters that are showing support for Haley? The support for Haley in the early GOP contests has mapped out the segments of the Republican electorate most deeply disaffected with Trump. This universe is centered on college-educated, ideologically centrist, and Republican-leaning independent voters. Most of these Haley supporters express deeply negative views about Trump, which could provide Biden an opening for greater gains. What are the implications of this for Trump's campaign? This could be a significant issue for Trump. Even if only about one in 10 ordinarily Republican voters defect if Trump is the nominee, that could be significant in a close election. The first stages of the battle for the 2024 GOP nomination have largely confirmed the party's divided attitudes about Trump, which have been seen in national surveys over the past several years. And what about Haley's chances against Trump for the nomination? 
Haley faces a steep uphill climb against Trump for the nomination. Even though she has finally achieved the one-on-one -on -one race against Trump that his Republican critics have sought since 2016. However, she has demonstrated that the minority of the party that has long expressed anti-Trump views in polls can be mobilized into a coherent coalition of resistance to him at the ballot box. Could this resistance to Trump be a potential advantage for Biden? Yes, it could. If Biden can resolve or even temper more of those voters' doubts about his own record, age, and strength, he could potentially flip more of these conflicted voters in the months ahead. However, it's worth noting that many of the Haley primary voters now saying they would not support Trump in November would eventually fall into line behind him if he becomes the nominee. So what does this mean for the future of the GOP? The evidence from the early Republican results and polls of GOP voters nationwide about the Trump-Haley contest are sending the party a clear but dual message. On one hand, it shows that this is Trump's party. But on the other hand, it shows that Trump is entering this race significantly weaker with the Republican base than at any time since he secured the nomination in 2016. Thanks for your insights, Bella. Now shifting our focus to the Republican National Committee, Chair Ronna McDaniel finds herself in a precarious position as GOP frontrunner Donald Trump sends mixed signals about her future. This comes as the Republican Party faces a cash crunch and people close to Trump make moves to cement control of the organization. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you tell us more about this situation? Certainly, David. McDaniel, who was elected chairwoman in 2017, after running Trump's successful 2016 campaign in Michigan, won a record fourth term in 2023, and has been expected to remain in the job until 2025. However, she has faced a groundswell of criticism from the grassroots of the party. Trump's recent comments have added to the uncertainty. What exactly did Trump say about McDaniel? In a televised interview, when asked if it was time for McDaniel to step aside, Trump suggested that she knows it's time. However, after a meeting with McDaniel at his Mar-a-Lago club in South Florida, Trump posted a message on his Truth social media site, calling McDaniel a friend and stating that he would make a decision on her fate after the South Carolina primary on February 24th. What are the main criticisms McDaniel is facing from within the party? McDaniel has drawn extensive criticism from agitators on the right, who attacked her for insufficient fundraising and claimed that she was not loyal to Trump. Trump's campaign has also grown frustrated with McDaniel's leadership, worrying over what they view as the RNC's lackluster fundraising and the more muscular role they hoped the committee could play in a general election matchup with President Biden. What about McDaniel's defenders? What are they saying? McDaniel's defenders argue that she has held the party together during seven difficult years and that Trump was to blame for much of the party's struggles, not McDaniel. RNC member Henry Barbour, who has criticized Trump, stated that if Trump wants to understand why the party lost in 2018, 2020, and 2022, all he has to do is look in the mirror. What about potential replacements for McDaniel? Has Trump mentioned anyone? Trump has begun positing about replacements, including Joe Gruters of Florida and Michael Watley of North Carolina, according to a person familiar with his thinking. It seems like a complex situation. How do you see this playing out? 
It's hard to say at this point, David. Trump's mixed signals and the internal criticism McDaniel is facing make the situation quite unpredictable. However, it's clear that the future of the Republican Party's leadership is hanging in the balance. Thanks for that update, James. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Politics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.